We're continuing in Psalm 25, so if you would turn there. We are finishing today, Psalm 25. And I'd just like to read a few verses, so if you would rise, I'm going to read verses 15 through uh, the end of the song to verse 22. This is the living word of God. Verses 15 through 22. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Turn yourself to me and have mercy on me, for I am desolate and afflicted. The troubles of my heart have enlarged. Bring me out of my distresses. Look on my affliction and my pain and forgive all my sins. Consider my enemies, for they are many, and they hate me with cruel hatred. Keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in you. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all their troubles. Father, thank you that this is your living word and you've given it to us that we might walk by faith and we might know your commands, we might know you. And so we desire, Father, to have right hearts as we come to your table. Prepare us, we pray, and we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, it was about a month ago that I gave a a kind of a short or brief partial summary of Psalm 25. I'd like to just very briefly go over those as a means of review. And we're only looking at two short verses today. But David asked three things. He repeated his requests to the Lord. And he asked for forgiveness three times. Verse 7, he said, Do not remember the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions, According to your mercy, remember me. Lord, look at me through your mercy. And then verse 11, he said, For your name's sake, for your glory, O Lord, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. He knew he was a great sinner. And then verse 18, Look on my affliction and my pain. Certainly the Lord did when he said, Lord, look. Look on me. Look on my affliction and pain and forgive all my sins. And then he also asked for guidance in a number of ways. He asked in verse 4, show me your ways, O Lord. Show me your ways. And he said, teach me your paths. I want to learn. I want to be a learner. And then he said, lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. And then knowing that the Lord uh, was his uh, salvation, the God of his salvation, David asked for deliverance, and he said in verse 16, he said, turn yourself to me and have mercy on me, for I am desolate and afflicted. And then verse 19, consider my enemies, for they are many, and they hate me with cruel hatred. And now in verse 20, he said, keep my soul. Keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in you. I'm trusting in you, Lord, for preservation. As I noted, one of the requests David repeated in this psalm was for forgiveness for his sins. He knew he was a sinner. He had committed heinous sins. He had sinned, and he was convicted of that, and he asked for forgiveness. But in regard to those around him, the people who were around him, who were seeking his life, who hated him with cruel hatred, he said, he had acted, as far as he knew, he had acted toward them with integrity and uprightness. He had a clear conscience in that regard. He had not sinned against them. 
as they were sinning against him. And so David was praying that his character and his actions toward those who were against him would not be held against him as a sin. And we too are called, dear family, to act with integrity and with uprightness toward others so that the name of the Lord would never be blasphemed. We're to be above reproach in how we act, what we say. We're to be above reproach in our dealings with others, and especially to do good to those who are uh, of the household of God. Galatians 6 verse 10 says that as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. And then the final verse of this psalm is verse 22. Redeem Israel, he cried out. Redeem Israel, O God, your people, out of all their troubles. So from verses 1 through 21, David is pleading to the Lord uh, using I and my. These are requests for his salvation. And Psalm 25 was David's uh, prayer for help, for help and deliverance from, you know, in his own life. And the requests were for his preservation, were for a forgiveness for his sin. And yet he knows that the people of God also need redemption and forgiveness, and they need deliverance also. And Matthew Henry said, this prayer is a prophecy that God would at length give David rest and therewith give Israel rest from all their enemies round about. It is a prophecy of the sending of the Messiah in due time to redeem Israel from their iniquities and so to redeem them from their troubles. And praise God that in heaven that will be perfectly realized. And so David concludes his song and this prayer by praying for the redemption of Israel from their troubles and their grief. So David himself certainly was under many trials at this time, but he did not forget that his people were also suffering. He prayed for them, he loved them. And we are called, dear family, to do the same. For the people of God, we're to do that for one another here, and we're to remember others, like we have prayed already this morning. Brothers and sisters who are far from us, but they are suffering. We're to remember them as if chained with them. 1 Corinthians 12 is about the diversity of the body of Christ and the unity of the body of Christ. And it says, if one member of the body, if one member suffers, all members suffer with it. And this table, this table reminds us that we are part of one people, praise God. We come as families and we come as individuals, but we do so as one body. And we partake pretty much at the same time together. And it is meant for us to do that. It is meant for us to be assembled, the assembled church to do this and to remember together the Lord who has made us one. And as I did in our call to worship, I remind you again, dear family, of who you are. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people. Once you were not a people, but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy. And so let's praise the Lord as we remember his sacrifice for us, as we praise him for his kindness to hear our prayer as David prayed for forgiveness and guidance and deliverance. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we praise you and we worship you as our redeemer. And we praise you as the almighty holy God who has called us and made us your people, who have obtained now great 
mercy in the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, as we partake of these signs of your great love for us, of your atonement for our sin and the cost of that, Lord, we bow rightly in worship and we humble ourselves and we also come in joy that we can trust in your forgiveness. We can trust in your guidance and in your deliverance. And Lord, we ask for your grace as we come in faith in the name of Jesus Christ, our deliverer, amen.